Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. If Sir Mix-a-Lot was non-binary, would that make him mix Mix-a-Lot? Fawn. <laughs> Me dad's a muggle. Mom's a witch. J.K. Rowling's a nasty bitch. Flapjack. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I wrote it myself. I wrote mine myself. <laughs> I like went down this like spiral um this week at work <laughs> i randomly the thought dramatic of, pause thinking of <laughs> this i week. randomly thought of sir mix a lot and i was for some reason my brain was like what what happened if sir mix a lot was non-binary and then i went down this spiral of like non-binary jokes <laughs> like what's a non-binary person's favorite kitchen tool oh god what a stand mixer mix oh okay so are all of these jokes just revolving around the uh prefix mix yeah <laughs> oh nice nice what I do li- you call a um non-binary socializing event a mixer yeah mixer but i barely know of <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay well fawn i feel like this is going to be one hell of a week um we have well i have um tech rehearsal starting tomorrow night for uh, at the time of recording this for who's holiday which is going to open on friday i can't believe it's finally here i'm so excited for it to happen um yeah it's going to be so fun it's a really great time so y'all make sure you go get your tickets uh at the birmingham festival theater website they're only 17 bucks a pop uh and depending on what day you come you may see a comedy show following my one woman show or a drag show or uh, you can do karaoke yeah it's going to be fun. I'm so excited to come see it. I am like flabbergasted that it's already here. Like where the fuck has time gone? Yeah, I know. November like didn't even exist. Right. Honestly, it kind of <laughs> feels like October didn't either, but it definitely feels like November didn't. Yeah. November was, oh gosh, can't believe. And I'm like, can we just skip the rest of the Sagittarius season and skip straight to Capricorn season? <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving barely even happened. You know, it was like, I ate like a little bit of, stuffing which was apparently dressing and um yeah then all of a sudden i have to open this play so oh yeah god and that just gives me flashbacks to last year with the reindeer monologues i know that was so fun which is what gave us the idea to do this in the first place i know so special well speaking of special did you see the dragula drama that went down this week oh about the bad ghouls club bad ghouls club yeah the the group chat yeah thing? the group oh, chat. okay i didn't know it was called that but yeah i've like seen it referenced as that a few mm. times on social media well yeah i mean there's it been all... a lot of stuff yeah i know it, it but it's interesting Not just with that like there's been a lot of drag stuff drag like drag drama or yeah. dragula drama drag drama oh like what like what are you seeing because um, it's so, the thing with crystal Versace and hungry oh uh, i think that's bullshit but how is that bullshit? Wait, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what do you, I mean, like, what, like, what aspect of it? 
Was it a specific, like, exact ripoff? Okay, hold on. Listen, we need to fill in listeners. So, if you're not familiar, Crystal, Verza- Crystal Versace, winner of Drag Race UK Season 3, was on the finale of Season 4 when they had the winners come back to crown um, the new winner of Drag Race UK. And they did an ins- they did a makeup that was inspired by Is She Hungry, or Hungry, which is a drag queen um I, I, she's, I know she's Asian. I'm not sure exactly where she's from, but I know she was featured on Drag Race Thailand uh, in season two, um, which she's is so my introduction to her. But yeah, she does this really cool graphic. She's done liner. Bjork's makeup a lot. Yeah, I think she is Bjork's makeup I think she artist. still is. I know like there was one album. I think she still is Bjork's makeup artist, which is incredible. But like, yeah. here's the thing. Everybody is inspired by something and nothing in this world is 100% original. Yeah, but I... I, I mean, do you? I think that I don't know, you know all the context. I just know Hungry was like, so was like subtweeting. Well, I think it, it started with Crystal tweeting it, like tweeting a photo of it, right? And then so I believe it was Willem responded and said, "Oh, this is really cool. I love this Hungry inspired makeup." But then Crystal like deleted that tweet and then went back oh. and was basically like claiming that she invented that you know like oh i didn't on her see own. that that's and, fucked up yeah and so i mean it's it's kind of like I, I mean i think you're right like drag queens steal things all the time like i've stolen ideas and built on yeah. to it and tried to make it my own but i also think it's only right to say oh yeah i got this idea from this person right you know um, not trying to pretend like you came up with something completely on your own but a lot of that drama like morphed into all the stuff from the bad ghouls club group chat mm-hmm. um because Yavska started talking about it and then it became a similar conversation between Yavska and Saint because Saint allegedly uh, messaged Yavska when she was making her resurrection look, the ghost look, you know? the Oh, the, that's... Mm-hmm. That drama too. I forgot about that. Yes, drama. and so, so much. I know. And then Meatball from season one of Dragula was like, "Oh well, of course Saint uh, would have this issue because she's the one who screenshotted our chats from the Bad Ghouls Club group chat and sent it to the Boulets." Um, and allegedly, um, was bla- Saint had been blaming Kendra as the person that leaked it? Yeah, it's wild. That was a lot, Robin. And that's not even <laughs> all the drag drama. Well, what are you seeing? That's all I know about this um, week. Allegedly, people are, are coming for Coco because of the giant tits and the over-exaggerated proportion. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that um, conversation a lot on on Twitter. I mean, I, I saw... Well, because I've seen, actually, people more jumping to her defense and more so attacking Jimbo. Um, yeah. And really, any well, drag queen who uses an oversized breastplate, um, people just want any excuse to attack Jimbo too. For some reason, yeah, I don't know. People, people really seem to love to come after Jimbo. And then on top of that, you also still on like not as serious. I'll like wait and save the big thing for the last one. Okay. Um, there's also people coming for Victoria Scone because of what she did this week on Drag Race with the King look. Mm, which was amazing, I think. It was amazing. And she even like tweeted out like uh this is the casting uh cast King's cat challenge or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean her. what what a way to come in and to like shake things up, right. you know? And to really make a point, like as someone who could win that challenge in a king look, like why right. is drag race dragging their feet 
on booking or casting a king. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it, I mean, it's well beyond time. Most entertainers in general on Drag Race are femme presenting entertainers and call themselves queens. There's not even really non-binary entertainers either. Like, there's non-binary people, but at the time that they're on the show, they identify as a queen. And it's just kind of like... Right, right. Can we just open the doors a little bit more? But, besides just that, there's like a big one going around. I don't know if I should mention it on the pod, but... We can kind of going around. What? Shangela, the trigger warning here. Oh! Shangela has been accused... Um... Yeah. Of sexual assault and rape. Okay. There's a lot of mixed things with this. And like, I'm not here to say whether it is true or false. I'm just here to say that I have seen it. Um, my default is always to go with believe people when they say it. Because also like, it's hard to... And it's just a rough one if it is true and i like to believe people when they say it is that's a tough one to swallow especially because it was like involving the show we're here right um i honestly don't know enough about this to speak on it i i've i've seen the post i saw the caption um i I also know that similar things have been accused to queens in the past and they turned out not to be true and it was it happened in a similar format I, but I, I don't know. And I would hate for that to be the case. Um, especially I would think that she's smarter than that. Right. I would think so. I mean, she's also been around for so long. Like I, I would be surprised if I, I, I was just so shocked that it was that Shangela was accused of this because she has been around for so long. I feel like something would have come out sooner. Um, Unless she wait till she got big enough or people were afraid to come out and talk about it. I mean, yeah. It didn't come I, out until she was on Dancing with the Stars. Right. I, I And I guess that's possible that it, that it, that it happened. I just, I or don't know. Or at least it didn't gain traction. It, people could have been open about like, it. Like, is the post still up? No. But also, she was on two shows at the same time. Um, We're here and Dancing with the Stars. So between the two television companies, they got enough power that that could be scrubbed from the internet if they wanted it to. I'm not placing True. blame on Shangela here. I'm not defending Shangela. I'm just trying to show different sides to this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what we to don't say know. about it, to be honest. It's not our place to like have this knowledge. We will see how things unfold, if it unfolds. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I just, I I'm hope it's, to place it I hope it's not true. Same. You know? I like, really I, hope it's not. I, I, I don't know what this person would have to gain from from posting something like that if it was untrue. Um, but I, I just really hope it's not true. So yeah. Okay. Uh, wh- anything else that we need to promote or talk about before we get into this week's episode? Um, why is my brain all of a sudden extremely blank? <laughs> Remember to leave a five star review. Yes. You make make sure it. you're following us as well. We did our, I haven't posted it yet on social media, but we, so Spotify wrapped is big this time of oh, year. Oh yes. Spotify wrapped. Um, with the streaming service that we use or the 
editing service, whatever you want, a publishing service we use. Anchor is a Spotify subsidiary. So we got a podcaster rap. I know. I, I thought that was so cool, like getting to see the statistics from our listeners. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. And from like our content, I didn't know that um, that was something that artists and content creators got to right. have. So that's awesome. And like the fact that we are in the top 30% most shared globally and the top 20% most followed podcasts. And then like top 20%. Really? Yeah. There must be some shitty podcasts up there. Cause damn, I didn't think we would be that high. And then you also <laughs> have like, we're in the top 10 podcast. We're the top. We're in the top 10 for 57 of our fans. We're in the top five podcasts for 45 of our fans and 13 of our fans were the number one podcast. Oh, oh my God. Okay. I want y'all to go, listeners, I want you to go onto your Spotify wrapped and screenshot and share your top podcasts. Like I would love to see if we're in your list, even if it's not in the number one spot, I would love to know that you're listening. So thank you for listening. I mean, the fact that we made it into my partner's top three, when we started this in what, June? Yeah. And the other two that are above us are Race Chaser and Sibling Rivalry, which do two episodes a week. Right. I mean, as do we now. Yeah, but um, I mean, like, and they've been going since the beginning of the year. Yeah, and, good for us. I mean, hey. I thought the most surprising statistic that I saw from our Spotify wrapped was that we were in... Um, that we make more content than 95% of other creators in our genre. Yeah. I, I was like, really? We, it's like, do we people, talk that much? <laughs> do people just like start a podcast and then never End pick up. it up again? Maybe we're just like committed. Are you being shady right now on this day? Uh, no, I mean like on it's, this podcast on flapping and fawning and it's shading. one of those things that I do wonder though, especially with like, cause I've seen it with only fans. There's so many people out there doing it, mm. but not everybody is like committed to doing it. Yeah. So they might just like drop off and quit. And then those accounts and stuff are still there. Yeah, I, I think that's possible. I, I do think that we are but pretty I think, good about being consistent in yeah. the way that we release our content. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the... We've got loyal listeners. Yeah, we also have loyal listeners, too. That's really helpful. And I love that people are engaging with us um, and talking with us all the time. Like, I know every single time we have an episode released, I usually have five or six people message me about something we talked about on the episode or I'll have friends in a group chat who will be like, Oh, and to like oh, add yeah. more onto the conversation X, Y, Z. So I think it's just been a really fun way to build community here and on a broader scale as well. Also the one, uh, one of the statistics that it shared was where our listeners were globally. Oh um, yeah. And I was so I shocked because I thought Canada would have been in our top five. And it wasn't, it wasn't even on the list because like, I mean, Camp Wanakiki was on OutTV, which is based out of Canada. I was on uh, Hillary Yass's podcast. We had Hillary on our podcast. So I figured there would be a little bit of something there, but I was surprised. So if you're listening in Canada, share it with a friend so y'all can be on the, our top five next year. Yes. Because like our top five, I almost wonder if these are maybe people that are listening with VPNs. Because oh, like, maybe we have Slovakia, Poland and India in our top five. For countries, those are three, four, and five. So I almost wonder if that might be like that's that's a good VPNs. point. I hadn't considered that, um, but that's that is totally possible, isn't it? Um, 
Hmm. Surfshark, NordVPN. If either of you want to sponsor us, we're open to that. Yeah, I would love for it. You to just hand us a big check. I will totally take that and put that in our bank account anytime. Um, well, I think that we have chit chatted quite enough about things and ongoings in our lives and on the TVs. Uh, let's talk about Dragula Titans episode six <laughs> The Ugly Ladies of Wrestling. Part two. Part two. Two. Oh yeah. Or uh, the rematch. The rematch. That's what it was. So as a reminder, Fawn and I have a little bet going on. Our fantasy fag roster. And as a reminder for the um if you don't remember who's on whose team, Flap has Hoso with one win, Melissa, Victoria with three wins. Ow, ow! Erica and Kendra and Erica and Kendra are gone. Who are now so eliminated. It's just Hoso, Melissa, and Victoria for Flap. And then on my side, we have Coco, who has a win, Eva, who has a win, and Astrid, because Abora left us last week. So we're now tied. And Yavska a couple three. weeks ago. Well, yeah. So yeah, three and three, neck and neck. Um, I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat because, I don't know, I honestly thought that, I, usually when I do something like this, I don't have such good luck, and it's like, the first five people to get eliminated are I'm my like, five. <laughs> I'm like Loki stressing. <laughs> well, you know, the reason for the stress, if you are a first time listener, is because Fawn and I have a bet going on where whoever has the winner on their roster gets to choose a tattoo for the other podcast co host, and they don't get to see it until it's on their body. Do you know how much it's driving me nuts that I know both of ours are made, but I can't see mine <laughs> because I'm not supposed to see mine? I just know that you're going to get mine. I'm pretty confident I'm going to win this. So <laughs> I'm pretty not confident feeling that stressed at all. Even if I lose, you're still going to want this. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, let's take a break and get a tattoo in the meantime. Oh, Well, the tattoo shop was closed. So we are going to continue with reviewing episode six of Dragula Titans. And this week it opened with the all six of our contestants entering back into the boudoir. Um, last week's bottom two was chosen by Victoria. And so as they were all coming in, um, you know, they all got to see who was eliminated last week. So they didn't have to wait for someone to re-enter the room. You know what I just realized? Abora's the only person they've seen fall through. I know, both times. Right. <laughs> Poor Abora. Um, yeah, I thought I thought this conversation was kind of interesting, you know. Um, they were, they were first referenced uh, Astrid's meltdown from season uh, four, you know. like yeah. they, She talked about, like, she was nervous about being in the bottom because it was her first time. I hated that meltdown. What, in season four? Yeah. Yeah, me too. But also, I think you just despise Astrid, so... <laughs> that may be where my despise for Astrid... Deeply rooted hate. Is like deep loathing. From, honestly. Honestly, I think that's where it comes from. I think you should give Astrid another chance. I think that, you know, the way people act on TV is very different from how they act in Astrid person. Astrid has some good drag. I, yeah, I also think that I she's fun. I enjoy some of her drag. I, I, do you follow her on Twitter? No, I don't do Twitter, oh. except for porn. Work. Um, so I use Twitter in all aspects, and I 
Astrid is one that I follow and I think she's really funny. She's also, I think you would really enjoy her cause she's totally geeking out about the current Pokemon game and talking all about it, talking about which one she's want to have sex with um, and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, my partner watched a video where this streamer was talking about the most fuckable Pokemon and was like, this is the least fuckable <laughs> Pokemon generation um, so far. Well, and thank God. Like, well. <laughs> and apparently somebody was like, yeah, they traded it for the characters. Yeah. They're more fuckable this time. Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of that. A lot of people like making edits of the Pokemon games to look like um, Jack Hunter. Oh, I shared that. <laughs> and it was iconic. I was obsessed. And let me tell you, this is incredibly off topic. I've been playing Violet and it is like one of the best Pokemon games, but also kind of one of the worst because of all the glitches and things, mm. but it doesn't make it unplayable, but yeah. it's just like, why are we at this? This isn't a finished product. Right. Right. But I, the story and everything is so, and like, it's always sad when video games get like delayed after the, especially once they built up so much anticipation for it. But I, I think it with something like this, maybe they could have waited a little bit yeah. longer to just really perfect it. Um, yeah. It's it, a great game. It's just, I wish it wasn't so glitchy. Yeah. Mm, glitchy. Visually, it's not visually great, but yeah, it's fun to play. Well, anyways, back to the Dracula. Um, Dracula. So they get, they start talking to Victoria about who she chose and why she chose them. And she is sticking to her guns that she went based on technicalities. Did you agree with this? Yes. Really? Yes. With Melissa standing up there? She said... Astrid was clearly better than Melissa. <laughs> I disagree because I would have put Astrid in the bottom. Okay. But also she said she was judging it based on what their like skill sets were too. And Astrid right. has a wider skill set in that kind of genre than in a higher standard set for herself than Melissa does. So I think that's fair. Is it? But ultimately, it doesn't fucking I mean, matter because she got to make the decision she wanted to make. So I guess. Okay, fine. I'll let it go. I, one thing that I also thought was interesting was this kind of debate over Abora. You know, Abora has kind of been the drama of the season. Even really though it's the, really been Astrid veiled as Abora. <laughs> like, it's, they say it's Abora, but it's really been Astrid. Yeah, but also kind of Hoso, you know, like, well, that too. they talk about Hoso. Uh, well, Hoso says that she feels that there was unresolved tension, but now that Abora is gone, she's kind of realizing that this wasn't really the place to resolve that tension anyway. Um, and then I know Coco was like, well, I just wish that y'all had been thinking this way when I was saying this weeks ago, you know, um, and they tried to, and she tried to talk back to Coco about that. And Coco's like, no, I'm just tired of hearing about it. And it's frustrating. And I, w- I would totally be Team Coco on this. Like, I would probably be handling this the way Coco did. Mm. Honestly. What? Uh, I'd eventually get so <laughs> fed up that I'd be saying something about, like, you need to stop. I'm interested to know how you would be handling this quote from Astrid, which is, when you and your boyfriend break up, I'll come knocking. I'm much cuter than him anyway. <laughs> I'd be kicking her teeth in him. <laughs> oh, violence? Yeah. Violence? Yeah. Oh, I d- Fun violence is never the answer. It's always, it's not always the answer. It's sometimes the answer. 
<laughs> well, you heard it here fo- first, folks. And the contestants heard it first at the main stage. Well, probably not first. This is probably like the last time they heard it. I'm sure they got an email or something telling them to bring a, a wrestling costume. But whatever. They had to come out <laughs> to the main stage. And the first thing the boulets welcome them with is, it's come to our attention that none of you have really gotten your asses kicked in this season. Not your asses kicked in, but kicked oh. yet. Oh, yeah. I would have like... Yeah. and as such the boulets say that the competition that the floor show for this week is going to be the ugly ladies of wrestling rematch uh so their floor show will not just include 80s inspired wrestling looks but it will also include uh real wrestling moves and a performance where they're going to be paired up and have to use real life wrestling moves um on each other and not only that they it's also the annual challenge that they partner with arda mm. where they have to style their own wig okay so my question about this is what was that just for the fright feet or was that for the actual floor show they had i don't sp- know it seemed like it might have been for the fright for the whole floor show but it could have not been some of those wigs that i saw backstage or in the boudoir when they were grabbing them looked like ones that were used in the floor show. The only one that I don't think was was Eva's. Yes. Eva's was had a certain Madeline height Hatter. to it that just didn't Yeah. Oh, it was by Madeline Hatter. Yeah. I didn't see that. But I mean, it looks great. It, I just don't know that it was in It showed way. Melissa working on hers and gluing those tracks in, the blonde mm. tracks into hers. Cool, cool, cool. So it might be a mixed bag. I feel like Hoso's was probably made during the challenge because i feel like hosa probably wasn't originally planning to have hair because we saw that headpiece bald like delete it bald yeah looking at these wigs it does kind of look like most of them were styled although i don't know i don't know how victoria would have done it that way anyways we'll get we'll get into the looks later but yes they had to style arda wigs whether that was during the fright feet or in the floor show the world may never know um but what did you think of this fright feet the arm wrestling yeah the wrestling i thought it was funny i thought it was obvious too like who was gonna win shit right right i mean i kind of thought abora may come back (laughs) but with when i heard it was arm wrestling that was the fright feed i was like oh well no one's gonna like back out of this right right abora was done no returning for abora um how do you think you would do in this fright feed i would come middle of the road of course you would come in the middle of the row. Yeah. You little exhibitionist. Yeah. We should arm wrestle right now and see who would win. Oh, my God. Where? Sorry. I'm like chewing into the mic. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I was chewing ice. Let's do it. Come on. Just right here on the table. Okay. Wait, let's do Hold on. We need to find some wrestling music. Is there... Uh, EDM. EDM. I got EDM. Oh, yeah. This is good. Okay. Let's do it. I'm Are you ready? You ready? Oh, my God. Three... Two, one, go! Ah! Uh, this is a struggle. Ah! Oh my god! Listeners, if only you could see this intense match from my perfectly manicured hand! <laughs> ah! She's winning! Oh, you're going down! Oh my god. <laughs> you're so much stronger than I thought you would be! Or maybe I'm weaker than I thought I was. Uh, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Give up! Ah! 
<laughs> the wow. comeback. I just lost. Were you going easy on me that whole time? No. Because <laughs> you just you destroyed me. How did you do that? I waited for you to... <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't have enough strength to just like outpower somebody else's strength, but I have enough strength to withstand it. Oh. So then you wait until they're like a little like weakened. And you wait till they like have a moment where it's like they're not pushing as much effort in and then you just slam. Oh, I was putting in all my effort, I think, the whole time. I've never won a arm wrestle in my life. I think that might have been my first. Really? Look at you. Well done, Melissa. Who are you? <laughs> well done, Fawn. That's my body. That's my body. Yay, congratulations, Fawn. You're the reigning arm wrestling champ of flapping and fawning, as well as the reigning lube wrestling champ of Birmingham. You just can't be beat, apparently. No, except for my mate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So they come back into the boudoir, and they begin prepping for the wrestling. Um, well, Well, really, they're prepping for the arm wrestling. So Hoso mentions that she's dainty and feminine and that she d- uh, d- doesn't know how she's going to win. And Astrid was like, maybe you should just gaslight everyone. I gagged. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, is this one of those things where she's trying to be funny, but the truth is truly coming out like to how she feels? I feel like probably yes. I, f- I feel that with Astrid a lot. Yeah. Um, Astrid also is just really cruising for a bruising because she wants to fight Melissa. I also thought it was funny that they they sort of, before they started learning wrestling moves, they didn't seem to understand the difference between fighting and wrestling. Right. <laughs> you know, because they kept being like, Astrid wants to fight Melissa. But it's like, no, she wants to wrestle her. Um, and they kept referencing Melissa from season one when she yes beat the shit out of Zochi Mochi Um, it's so funny how she always ends up paired up against these like lizard people for fight or wrestling matches you know yeah so who's another lizard person that we can pair up against another lizard person well I mean they say some celebrities are lizard people like who Lily St. Queer well, that we compare her <laughs> against Lily. I would love to see a Lily Melissa fight. Yeah, I mean, I think Melissa would definitely win that. I'd still watch it. <laughs> You're just hoping something else will happen. Maybe. Okay, so the arm wrestling happens, and ultimately, Coco wins the fright feat um, against d- Melissa. Were you surprised by this? A little bit, but I knew it'd be Melissa and Coco, and I knew it'd be a close match between the two of them. Yeah, I thought I thought Eva maybe could win, um, but nope, it turned out to be Coco and Melissa. I did not expect Coco to go all the way. I expected her to win her first match, but then I, I, I was honestly surprised when she beat Eva. Um, also, Melissa had it the easiest, because Melissa only had to do two matches. Coco had to do three. Hmm, interesting. And Coco still won. I guess that's just the way the arm wrestle crumbles. So Coco says that she is going to try to unevenly stack the teams. So she puts Coco, Melissa, and Eva together against the team of Victoria, Astrid, and Hoso. Um, I I really don't think she understood what the prompt was. Well, I don't know. I don't think the teams actually mattered. (laughs) I think it mattered as to who shouldn't be paired up together, you know? So, like, if she didn't want 
Melissa and Astrid to get what they wanted. She could have put them together. But honestly, I think all six of these people are so talented in their own right and just had such interesting characters um, that it would have gone well, no matter who they paired with. Because I feel like Coco was playing this like, my team is stronger, so we're going to be this better team because we're stronger and we're going to win. When in reality, this wasn't an actual like wrestling competition. This was like TV wrestling, like WWE choreographed shit. I think she paired up her team fairly intelligently or strategically um, because, you know, with acting, like I think that she may have noticed like, okay, Melissa was a stronger actor when we did the dungeon thing and so was Eva. Yeah, but... I think that she was like, who is like strong, but also a stronger actor. And so I think Hoso just didn't quite make that cut. Um, that's fair. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. That, so that's kind of how I saw it. But it, at the end of the day, it really didn't matter all that much. Um, it was just some feigned advantages. Um, then we get to see them learn some wrestling stunts. I was really excited to see this because I feel like we have not really seen them do as much of the process for the acting or performance side of things. We've seen a lot of the preparation side of their looks, but not so much of this. Precisely. Um, what did you think of this? I thought it was fine getting to see like all the background of here, like all the different techniques, showing them the safe ways to do the techniques is also like a really important, yeah, critical thing that I'm glad that they did. Um, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Also, I love that it was like they didn't have some macho man teaching them. They had like a woman teaching yes. them, and I thought that was great. Welcome like, to Rehearsed Violence 101 with Emmy. I loved it. She was <laughs> iconic. She did great also it was just a whole lot of fun watching that whole thing i noticed something on my second rewatch of this episode um did you notice like during this portion anytime astrid was like on the receiving end it was bad no no well i mean maybe but uh every time astrid was on the receiving end of like a move that was being rehearsed eva it cut to her being like like a shady look from her. Um, so I feel like they may be trying to push like a Eva versus Astrid storyline at some point. To me, it seemed like Astrid was being overdramatic and not in a good way. Mm. It was like in obviously fake overdramatic and not good. Hmm. Maybe that's why Eva was reacting that way. Um, I wondered if Eva was the only one really reacting to how it was going on. So they just used a bunch of her cuts or if maybe there will be something later on. Cause as we learned later on in this episode, Eva didn't do so hot this week. I also think that Astrid is probably the one who would be projected to go next. So I could see them kind of battling it out in a future episode. I don't know. Yeah. Or both of them going home together. I don't then your think roster about that. would be fucked. <laughs> um, okay, so then they start getting ready for the floor show. Um, it's Coco, and they determined that Coco and Victoria will be sparring. Melissa and Astrid will be wrestling, and Hoso and Eva are also paired up to wrestle. And they kind of talked about what drama they have that's fueling the fire between each of these pairings. Um, did you think the Coco and Victoria competition because of uh, them being so close with last week's zombie prom challenge was real? I thought it was just cute because it was like they did say Coco was like the first alternate. Right, right, right. So I thought it was just like a cute little nod back. 
but that's all it was. Okay, cool. And then Melissa and Astrid have underlying tension, which I think is clearly like a legit. They need to work it out of the bedroom. Uh, oh, I mean, I'd I'd be down. Um, and then Hosa and Eva just say that they have mutual respect for each other, and ultimately it showed. It becomes their demise. <laughs> it showed. <laughs> then we hear the that iconic. Marimba. You can't see this, but I'm dancing. Um, as we head to the floor show. And, uh, okay, well, hold on. Actually, I think we should take a little break and then get into these floor show looks because it's a lot. Robin. That was a lot, Robin. And we are back, 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 back with Boule Brothers, Dragula Titans. <laughs> ugly are you ladies, about to bust into song? <laughs> ugly Ladies of Wrestling rematch. <laughs> what did you think of their looks for this floor show? Are we going over? Are we going over their looks and then going to go over the? I think challenge? we should flop and fawn the looks, and then we should talk about the challenge. Okay. Agreed. Okay, work. Um, all right. So, but first, we have to talk about the most important looks of them all. The boulets. That's of the boulets. And special guest judges, Poppy and Katya. Uh, okay, so, I mean, you and I, I think, both got a message about this this week, yeah. being like, what the fuck was that look from the boulets? Um, what did you think? I mean, it could use a belt. It could use a little something. I, if it had a belt, I think I'd be fine with it. Yeah. But also, like... Here's the thing. These looks are really predominantly made for them to be sitting. True. To where you're not going to see the bottom half. So does it really matter? We see the dynamic top half. I I think it does matter when it is so top heavy like this. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, yes, we need to see them from the like shoulders up. That's what truly matters. But I, I mean, we do see them full body. <laughs> so I uh, just having like such a, very simple looking latex bodysuit like that is i don't know it, it's just make, makes the look really odd looking to me um but i agree i think like a belt would be really helpful especially if they made it out of the same stuff as those gauntlets yeah. are or maybe even if the boots were just the same color as that the red on the like what is that is that like five scorpion tails that's what i thought it was or like a yeah something like that almost i mean it also kind of looks like a hand you know it's like, like a little claw them, and it's like manicured um <clears throat> it matches their glo- their fingernails though yeah i i don't know i don't hate it i listened to their podcast and they said the reason that they chose this look for this episode is because it's the closest of all their looks to a wrestling outfit um because it's a bodysuit right so I think it would have been smart for them to add like a little BB belt, you know, like a Boulay Brothers championship. Bareback belt. belt. Bareback. <laughs> Bareback Boulay belt. BBFF. Um, and then I was so excited to see Poppy and Katya there. I know. Poppy looked so cute. Poppy always looks cute. What's her thing now? I mean, because she's always doing something weird. Do you know what her... Or, or do you follow Poppy at all? Not really. Nah, I don't know. I like that song, Let's Make a Video. I like, uh, I like bikinis. Really like- I really like let's make a video. Mm. Well, they did. It's a, it's a, the whole uh, season of Dracula Titans. And then what about Katya? Did you like Katya's look? Yeah. She looks so stunning. 
She always looks stunning, though. Per usual. She said, it's Dracula. Oh, I better wear my black dress. Right. <laughs> okay, so now we are going to get into the looks of each of the competitors. And if it is your first time listening to Flapping and Fawning, it's our duty to inform you of our very sophisticated system for rating these looks. If we like it, it is a... Fun. And if we don't like it, it's a... Flop. And if it's our absolute favorite thing we've ever seen, oh God, yes, it's a... Fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. And first to the stage, we have Hoso Teratoma. Serving a little praying mantis. Is it praying mantis? I thought it was like a beetle. Oh, it might be, but I got praying mantis. But it could be beetle. Yeah, just very buggy. Yeah. Very bug's life. It's really good. I enjoy it. I really like the look. Um I, I it, it gives me eighties like the fringe does. Um it, the the hair is styled in a very it's like kiss inspired kind of way, you know? Yeah. Um I think it would have been cool if they had done maybe like they had carried that through to their face a little bit, maybe done like a a little more tongue if it's kiss inspired. Make it a little French. Oh. Well, the tongue's sticking out right there. This ain't tongue wrestling. I was making fun. a dumb pun. It is just lady wrestling. It's not wrestling in the ba- bedroom with your clothes off. <laughs> no, this is under the ground, bugs. Um, yes, I like it. I Yeah, I, I like it. This I also, is a phone for me. If it actually is praying mantis referenced, I think that's a brilliant thing. Because don't praying mantis like eat, eat the their head of their like mate mm, yeah that's pretty cool is it a flopper or a fun it's for you it's a fun for me all righty next to the stage we have eva destruction okay how yeah so this one when we were in the boudoir i was really excited about me too because eva was like talking about how she was putting these veins on the pads to give it this like really thick veiny look right you where could, are the veins and like where are the pads it's like like I, I I can tell she's padded, but like it doesn't seem like that extreme of a difference enough. Right. And like where are the veins? I wonder if she you know how I have like three inch butt pads that I use. But with once I put on all my pantyhose, they honestly shrink down a lot, probably half the There's, size. Wear like two pairs of pads then for if you're wanting that extremeness. <clears throat> no, yeah, I agree. I think that she may have just had that as an oversight. Like um, also Depending on how many pairs of tights she put on, that could have smoothed out the rope veins. Mm, that's because possible. it would have pushed I, the ropes into the. I don't understand why she didn't like draw the color on them, like varicose veins. You know, because I think the point was like a lot of times when you see the really muscly people like that, that you see the veins a lot of times you don't see the vein color you just see the veins especially because a lot of times there might be body makeup on it too so you see these thick veins but you don't really see the color of the vein the not the point isn't a very mm. vein the point is like these roid ragers that are like extreme popped veins i think it would have made more of an impact though if we could see the color through it like i'm, I th- agree. I'm thinking of like um you know say heavy from yes. Camp Wanakiki. You know how she like does her, sh- she'll color her stretch marks? Yes. I, I love th- that. I think if she did something really similar to that, um, probably not as many, but just like to highlight it a little bit more, it would have been more clear. Because, I mean, from this reference photo, I don't see the veins 
at all. Right. Um, I agree, but that doesn't mean that I would have done that. Like my train of thought would have probably followed what Eva's was. If mm. I was doing this, I wouldn't be, but if I was, I would have followed her train of thought. <laughs> um, so is it a flop or a fawn for you? Mm, I, I like, like it, but I don't know that it, it's a little basic. I think I'm going to have to lightly flop it. Lightly flop it. I'm going to lightly <laughs> fawn it. I, I like the concept. I like it. Um, and I like cute. the look. Like if, if this, if someone walked in, if, if we were having like a wrestling night at a show, it does look like a wrestling. I, I would not be upset with it. Like yeah. I, I, so it's a light flan, a uh, light flan, light fawn for me. Um, it's not the worst. Yeah, it ain't the best, but it ain't the worst. Well, As, is it or whatever detox? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it might be the worst. I don't know. Out of this, I don't think it is. Out of all these people, oh, okay. Um, next to the stage, we have Melissa B. Fierce who said she was inspired by the wrestler China. Um, she has this stunning belt. Uh, the one I think that the boulet should have had on her look. Um, I love the MB on her chest with the like Barbie head. Mm, yeah, that's cute. This is just so good. There's so much attention to detail in this. She knew exactly what she was fucking doing. Right. The only thing I don't like as much about it is it's, um, it's a little too on the nose for me. You know, like what do you mean? Uh, when I think of a, a wrestler, I, I think of this look. What's and, wrong with that? You know, I, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. Cause I, I mean, you, you certainly don't want to think too far outside the box, but you remember when we were talking about the witch looks like we, I remember we felt we wanted to have like a unique twist on a witch. Um, and I, I kind of would have preferred to see a unique twist on Honestly, a wrestler. I feel, I feel like Eva's was a little more on the nose than yeah, Melissa's. It's a little more like, because at least Melissa's has a perspective. You know what I mean? I, I think Eva's has a perspective, but I, it's kind of like, I, I feel like wrestlers, and this is from my very limited knowledge of wrestling, but don't. Like I watched, I watched Glow, right? Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. I wish I had watched that. It's great. Like all the characters have sort of their signature thing, right? It's almost like they're superheroes. They have like their superhero brand, their superhero power. Um, like one, for example, you it, gotta have a gimmick. Exactly. Like the gimmick for the two of the main characters, one is like the Russian and one's the American, and they like really play into that. Like Liberty Bell is the American, and she's Southern, and um, she's always like playing the hero. And I don't know. To me, this this just reads wrestler, which is fine. So I don't know. I just would have liked to have seen something that I, that surprised me more. But it was very good for what the challenge was. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I respectfully disagree. Okay. But your feelings and opinions are valid. Thank you. For me, it's a fawn. It it's a light fawn for me as well, with the understanding that That's my opinion! Okay, next to the stage we have Coco Kane. What did you think of this look? Um I love the titties. I love the bruised knee. Like the bloody knee with the pad. Yeah. That's about it. See, I her performance was spectacular. She did a wonderful job. I mean, obviously very memorable. I think that she was like she was great with 
I, like the way that her body moved when she would do the moves, it was just really eye catching and your eye would stay yeah. on her all the time. Um, but I think this is a critique that you and I had talked about before, like several times. It's like, she's got this amazing body, but the, and that's kind of the focus. It's a corset, a panty and a bra. Yeah. But the look itself is not really anything to write home about. Um, like, the knees down is the most exciting part of this outside of the giant titties. Yeah. So, but it's it's hard to say. Like, I like it. I like it a lot. Like, I really enjoyed her performance. I enjoyed the wig reveal. I think I'm going to lightly fawn it. Because the wig reveal was great. I don't okay. know. I, I think... Uh, she also said there was something that, like, she got sabotaged. Sabotaged. Oh, we'll, we'll get into Somebody that. messed up her outfit. This wasn't what she was gonna wear, but this is what, what she had to wear. Be? I don't know. That seems very strange to me. Okay. I... Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be a bad bitch. I'm gonna lightly flop this look because I think that we have seen more structured things from her. Um, and I don't think that the the body itself should be the look. Yeah. I understand. What do you think? I agree, but I'm still giving it a light fawn. Okay, cool. Sorry, Coco. Uh, next to the stage, we have Victoria. What is her name? Elizabeth Black. Yes, thank you. There's so many Victorias in this world. I keep wanting to call her all these other names. What did you think of this one? It honestly gives me a little bit of season three Priscilla Chambers. Yeah, same. I definitely saw Priscilla Chambers in this. This um, is the first time this season that I've been like, is that Victoria? In a sense right. of like, we know Victoria as a shapeshifter, but there's still kind of a follow through, like through line of her brand and who she is. And this is the first time that I feel like I've lost that. Yeah, it's really... It, it's gone a completely different direction. I can like when I look closely at it, I can still see her. Um, but I don't know. I just didn't really like it. I loved it. It's just not Victoria to me. It, it was very, very weird. Um, I will say, I think that this episode, we see a lot more of Victoria's personality than we've seen in other episodes. Um, yeah. And, it was just a lot of moments where they like paired all the weaker people together. And she was like, we're the weaklings <laughs> and like making a funny voice. And then later on in the episode, she says something too. Um, like when they call her a very handsome woman and she's like, well, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it cracked me up because you don't really get that from her very often. This um, to me, like is very much if Priscilla Chambers and Landon Sider had a drag <laughs> child, this would be that drag child. I could see it. I could see it. So, the important question, though, is... I'm going to fawn it. It's a flop or a fawn. Okay, it's a fawn. I'm going to flop it. I don't like it. I'm sorry, Victoria. I'm, I'm being so picky this week. But, yeah, I don't know. I, that one just didn't speak to me so then much. Then I'm curious to see what you think of this next one. Oh, I'm sure picky. that you hate it because it's Astrid. <laughs> uh, I really like it. I'm going to say it from the... I think it's unique. I think it, unique. I think it has a perspective. I think that um, I could see this in, like, a wrestling sort of show um i think that i think it's fun she's very much like the villain character like if you had a wrestling game like i would totally want to play this bitch like she would have like all the special tail moves where she like slap people with the tail she has the range i think it was really fun i like it 
And I liked the details on the teeth too. I thought it was just really. And the she also was the only one with like a mask, right? Yeah, she's the only one with a mask. Like, what? I think it did her a disservice. What? I think it did her a, a disservice. I don't. I mean, it's a wrestling mask. Like, I, I and it's built into the wig. Ah. I. I think it's super cool. The more I look at this, the less I like this. Um, why is her panty over her denim shorts? Because it's drag. Is that over the denim shorts? It looks like it is. It, it may not. It kind of looks like it is in this reference photo, but I don't think it is. I do think there's something weird kind of going on with the denim, like in the jacket aspect of it. Um, but I, I like. I think it's this weird. Looks but basic to me. Basic, basic. You think this is basic? And like. This looks basic to me. I don't like it. The mask looks cheap. The mask also hides her face. I think in something like this where it's supposed to be an acting based because that's let's face it, that's what this is. This is an acting challenge. But she was still any, so animated any, like with the tail. Any like, kind of and, challenge where you can't see most of your face and it's an acting challenge, you're in a huge disservice to yourself. Yeah, but I think she really rose above that. Like, she was still able to um, really move her body in a way. I feel like there's a word for that, and I just can't think of it right now. But there's, like, the the way she was able to look really animated. Um, and those shoes? Oh, please. There's nothing wrong with the shoes. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the shoes. She's fine. She looks okay. great. I like it. It looks good. It, yes. It's a flop. Okay, fine. I say it's a fawn. I'm not fetching anybody this week, but I do like it. I and it's also just so authentic to her brand. Like I I really Ugly. like it. Wow. Um no, lizard. Okay. So what would you do for a wrestling look? Honestly, I don't know, but maybe have this like giant I have this look that I have been wanting that I think would be great for this that okay. I've been considering making where I get Make a like headpiece, but it's like one of those spandex ones that's like the hood thing. Mm. And I make a big mustache for the top of it, and it's like <laughs> stuffed, like with polyfill, a stuffed stash. And then I have one like on my breast, and then I have a wait. little one on my. Wait, you have stuffed stash? You have mustaches on your breasts? I have a giant one on my head. Okay. And then a giant one on my breast. Okay. A giant one on my butt. Okay. And then a tiny one on my pussy. And that's it? You're just mustache maven? Yeah. <laughs> I live. I live. Um, in Glow, they had this one episode where they had characters that were like these little old ladies. And they would... Um, they would like beat the shit out of people. <laughs> and I just, I think it would be really fun to have a character that like looks really petite and, and just, you don't expect them to, to do well, but then they like rip off the moo moo, rip off the wig, throw away the purse. And then, then there's, they're this badass wrestling bitch. Oh, and I think great. that is what I would want. I would probably want it to be like a diner waitress inspired thing. Cause yeah. obviously I love diner waitress couture. Um, <laughs> that would be iconic i don't have enough reference for um wrestling. wrestling wrestling i don't have enough reference for wrestling to be able to like it surprises me how many this. people are like that into it 
I like know very little about wrestling at all. So like I would have to go in and like deep dive research stuff before I was mm. able to actually be like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I feel, I feel. Um, the only thing I know of is that truck that's in like, where is that? Is that like Gadsden? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a white van and it's in somewhere in, in Alabama. And I, no I would always pass by it when I was in high school. Like some Coleman shit. It, yeah, it might be, but it would, it said like tonight only midget wrestling. You know what I'm talking about? But it's like, we're also not supposed to use that word anymore. Oh, that's what it said. I didn't. Well, I said it, I repeated it, but yes, that's what it said. And it was like, it's a real thing in Alabama. Like, have you seen that? No. Yes. And it, it always has like the hours, the date, the days it's updated. But yeah, it, the like, only thing I'm happens. used to seeing is gun show. <laughs> <laughs> all those billboards yeah. for the gun show or the i think in my hometown there's one that says like drive a real tank <laughs> and buy a gun oh that's just what we need um okay so we've discussed the looks did you have a favorite a least favorite my least favorite was astrid it's the only one that i like really truly flopped okay um my favorite I think I might. I don't. I don't really have a favorite, honestly. I think my favorite's Hoso's look. I, I like Hoso's look a lot. Um, but I think my least favorite's probably Victoria's. I don't know. It just wasn't speaking to me this week. But it's, it's, it's fine. Like it has a perspective, and it's, it's, it's good. I just think it wasn't for me. Um, what about from the challenge? What stuck out to you? It felt so long to me <laughs> it did feel really long i thought honestly coco and victoria were kind of standouts to me yeah coco was definitely a if we're talking me. about like pairs that were entire standouts with melissa and astrid to me it felt like melissa was dominating and astrid was just like reacting which, I mean, there it, that does take skill. But, hmm. like, nothing Astrid did to me was compelling. I just really liked how Astrid used her tail, um, like, to, to like a, as a whip. I thought that was really cool. And, it, and a unique idea. What? Fawn is making these faces. Well, I don't understand. You just really want Astrid to go. <laughs> but, I mean, here's the thing. If Coco's going to get the critique, because she got, like, of, like, it almost became at a time where the if it was without like if because of the boobs, if Coco can get a critique about like the boobs being potentially a problem and like being the main focal point, then the same thing should be said about the tail. I don't think so. Cause I think that like your body is one thing, but I think like your costume is another, um, if she, like, that, you know, cause I disagree. Why? Because, like... Because you hate Astrid? <laughs> no, because it's still, like, relying on, like, a proppy aspect. And it's also, like, that's the tail. And if she's a lizard, that is part of the body. So... But she, I don't think she's saying she is a lizard. I think she's, like... Her character is the now, lizard. I have a question. Yeah. Was Astrid in a bodysuit? Yes. But I don't really think it mattered. I, okay. So, I felt... I found this really annoying because it's kind of like that. The whole thing with you brought what you brought 
Like, how are you, how are you going to change also, that? Also, all weeks, this is the week to wear a body suit. Right. And, yeah. And I'm glad that they did not put her in the bottom for that. I wish they would have. Because, well, we know you, what you think, fought. She's even <laughs> on my roster and I want her to go I, home. I just, yeah, I just didn't think it was a fair critique for them to, to say that. Now, what do you think about the whole thing with people saying, well, so are the boulets. They're wearing a bodysuit. Like, what's wrong with what Astrid's wearing if, if they're wearing that? I see them. I hear them. Their feelings are valid. I semi-agree, but also at the same time, the boulets aren't fucking competing. Yeah, they're giving away $100,000 personally, so they can so, do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that... They're not competing, so they don't have to, like... Right. And it's not like they're boogers. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, they still look good. It's not like they're, like... <laughs> reading these girls to dog shit and look like dog shit themselves. Right, right. I mean, I, the things I want to say, but I'm not allowed to say. Um, okay, I need to move on. <laughs> I feel like I might know oh, where you know exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, sorry, listeners, you can speculate at home. Um, let us know what you think in a five star review. I may have to delete it if you get it right. Okay, so <laughs> for the judging, um, there were a few other notable mentions in addition to the whole Astrid wearing a bodysuit thing. Like, uh, m- like Melissa and Astrid had both not yet won a challenge yet. And I, I think you could really see that they were t- working really hard. I mean, they, to me, I honestly thought they had some of the most memorable moments. I think Melissa did. Okay. Well, and I, really and truly, I still think it was, I think that's just cause you black out with rage every time you see Astrid. No, that's not true. <laughs> but really and truly, I did enjoy Coco and Melissa. Not, Melissa Coco and Victoria the most oh okay I I did agree with the ultimate placements like when I was watching I was like yeah I just don't think Eva and Hoso are living up to the same excitement level as the other competitors um in my opinion Um, I feel like it was kind of judged in pairs this week oh totally totally and I think that's why Astra did so well okay fair (laughs) um I Drac went in on Eva though. Like I felt like her critiques were very, very harsh. Very, very harsh. Um, I don't think all of them were warranted. I think she performed better than Hoso. Like, I mean, she used our phrase. She said Eva's look was a flop. She said Eva's performance was a flop. Eva's energy was a flop. I disagreed with the performance and the energy side of things personally. Yeah. But I also know jack shit about wrestling. So mm. they, they, they did show us that, that one clip like in the judging. They did that thing yet again where they had like the floor show look really good. But then during the judging, they did that clip where they were like, and Eva got lost at one point and it showed her being like, wait, what are we doing now? Okay, go. Um, so uh, it's always interesting to see what they pick and choose to show us. I think, um, so Katya agreed with you this week. Yeah, she did. She also hated Astrid's shoes. Good. Said that she deserves to be in an insane asylum, um, along with Hoso, for her shoes. Um, and then we get to the drama of the episode, which is Coco, who said that this was actually not her original concept because she believes she's being sabotaged. There, uh, there was a cut on her outfit that she was wearing for this episode um and also things of hers have gone missing and turned up damaged what do you think do you think someone's sabotaging her i think possibly but who knows who do you think would be doing it if you say astrid i swear to god (laughs) 
I don't think Esther would do it. I don't know. I don't know either. Like, everyone keeps saying that... I gotta hope somebody is because it'd be iconic. It would be. Like, like, I don't know of any time this has actually happened on a drag competition series, right? Like, where someone is actively sabotaging someone's looks. Has that happened before? I don't know, but... I, I can't think of a time. I would love for that to happen. Like, I know on, like, one uh, one of the Drag Race Holland ones, like, I don't even... I don't think I've seen the up season. There was someone who snuck in a cell phone, and that's... Oh, like that the, was season two, and I think they still won, didn't they? The person who snuck it in? No, no, no. They did not win. But... There was somebody that still, like... Or they didn't She was eliminated. involved in the drama, but she did not... I don't think she got eliminated. When it's breaking the rules. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch Holland any, too, like, because Fred sucks. You don't like Fred? No. Oh, I like Fred. I don't like Fred. The, the host of Holland? Yeah. I, I, I don't like, like the Holland franchise. Oh, okay. I Holland one had some really good entertainers that were with wild judging that did not make sense, in my opinion. I liked it. I didn't finish season two, but I, I do like the winner a lot. Anyways, though, but this is the Dracula Titans podcast for today. Um, let's see. I think we are at the point now where we can talk about the cauldron. So we found out that our tops are Melissa, Astrid, and Coco, with Melissa being the winner. Victoria was safe, which means Eva and Hoso were the bottom two. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. And they both have one win. They both have one win. So who did you think was going to go? I either thought it was going to be Eva or nobody. Eva or nobody? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think they would get rid of Hoso. Uh, and the way they were talking about how everybody was so good, I was like, they're not going to eliminate anybody. Right. The, the moment Drax said, I kind of don't want to drop anyone into the abyss today. Like, I was like, oh, so it's a filler episode. Um, and I mean, they have so many episodes and... They've got to like make it to however many episodes it's supposed to be. And we're only on what episode now? This is episode six. I think there's 10 episodes. And so we've still got six people. So we need a top five, a top four, and a top three. Yeah. So that would make sense, right? I think so. Hold on. Math. Episode seven. Next week we go down to five. Then we go down to four in episode eight. No. In episode seven, we will start with six, and we go down to five. And then episode eight, we start with five and go down to four. Episode nine, we start with four and go, go down, down to, to three, three for a finale of top three. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe we're we're getting this close, but because it is it is honestly such a close competition. I, Unless I, they do a top four, and we have a. I don't think they're going to do that again because they made a point on season four to say like, don't expect us to do this again because it is not happening. But are they going to do a reunion? Oh, a reunion episode. But they might do a double elimination because they did say when they saved them, don't expect this. Yeah, there will be be consequences. Um, Oh my God. Yeah, good point. Um, it could be a top three, and there could be a double elimination. Honestly, was there anything in the cauldron that really stuck out to you that much? Not really. Like Coco was funny, like when she spilled her drink oh, on yeah. herself, and was like, and when Astrid and Hoso were talking, she was like making all these comments to the side. I enjoyed that, but otherwise, I was just gagged at the elimination or non-elimination, I should say, because um, I, I agreed. Like I thought it was going to be neither of them or Eva. Um, 
how do you think they're going to bring them in next week? Do you think like they're going to have one person come in and then listen to everyone's shit talk or like, are they both going to walk in or are they both going to come in like with the whole group? I don't know. Were they the only ones down there when it happened? Yeah. They were the only ones there. No one else was, was there watching. Who knows? Who knows? Um, all I knows is that we have on our roster, nothing has really changed except for a win has been added, which is Melissa B. Fierce, who now has a win. So everyone on my roster has a win or three. And on Fawn's roster, everyone has no wins or one win. Who do you think's going home next? Astrid? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, I didn't think this episode boded well for her. Like the, the, the A she doesn't have any wins. She's the only one at this point. B, they keep coming at her about the bodysuit issue. But she did promise that there's no more bodysuits that are coming up. So, I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? I kind of hope she goes. She's on my roster. But maybe somebody from your side will go. I mean, who? Hosa, I, I think Melissa, Melissa is the next likeliest to go. But she just won. A challenge. Ava also now is like higher likely because now she's been in the bottom three and in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't won since what? The witch challenge? The second episode. Yeah, it's been a minute. So I don't know. But one thing's for sure. And that is that we will tell you all about it right here on Flapping and Fawning. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. For listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at FlapJQuellen. F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod. And on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.